It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. to Blue Noise, the Birmingham City podcast brought to you from us here at Birmingham Live. My name's Brian Dick and this new edition was recorded in Austria and features three interviews. First with manager Gary Monk, then striker Lukas Djukovic and finally captain Michael Morrison uh, with the intention of hopefully lifting the curtain a little on the club's pre-season and the work they've, they've been doing both at home and in Austria. Uh, they were they're in the uh, in the western, Aust- western Austrian town of Bad Herring, just a few miles inside the border from Germany. Uh, they've been based at the local football club and will play two matches uh, against Ahmad Grozny from Chechnya and SSV Ulm before they'll return to the UK for the next stage in their preparation for the 2018-2019 campaign. First, we hear from the main man himself, Gary Monk, about the work they've done so far since they've returned from their summer break and why team building has been such an important part of that process. <laughs> Well, how do you feel about the work that's been done in the first couple of weeks and specifically in, in Austria? Yeah, we've had a, so it's been two weeks now with the players. We've done a lot of hard work with them, you know, and physically, obviously tacti- tactically, technically, mentally as well. So we have to cover all those things and we have a programme that everything follows in a plan. So where we are on that plan is, you know, with the players that we have and is, yeah, is where I expect them to be. So, so far, so good. Uh, we've had a few niggles, a few bumps and bruises. Um, but you expect that in pre-season, the players are putting their bodies at the limit, um, or we're pushing them to the limit. So, um, but yeah, probably where I expect them to be in terms of, of what we've been doing and, and, and where we need to be at this stage of the season. You, you've made a, quite a big thing about doing sort of external team team building exercises yeah. as well. Can you let us into, into thinking about that and, and how that then relates into into what happens in from August onwards? Yeah, no, I'm, it's something that I'm very conscious of. You know, the the league that we play in. But any football team, you know, I think having a spirit amongst you that's that's real, it's not fake and not individual, that it's a group that's very much together and that the team's the most important thing. I think a lot of people talk about it, but you have to show it with actions. And, and part of those things, you know, to, to create that is, um, is activities together, spending time together, not just in this environment, but outside of that environment, you know, something different where, you know, we went to the army camp, it's a totally different scenario for those players, but everyone's involved and, you know, you you see people's characters come out, they're out of their comfort zones, they have to work together and it really just stresses the importance of how much they need each other and and then things like water rafting that we did the other day which was fun, you have to have some enjoyment as well in that, in that sense but the underlying factors of all the things that we do in group activities are to make sure that they realise how important each and every member is and how important they are to each other so we've got a really good spirit. Um, we managed to start that process at the end of last season you can see with our fans and, and the team felt really together and, and they felt together and I think our fans respond off when they see it so I know how important that is and we've tried to 
our job now is to enhance that and make that even stronger, especially with the type of league that mm. season that we're going to face. You, you did check everyone because it was a decent enough swimmer, did you, before you checked Probably didn't. <laughs> that was probably one of the faults. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been a health and safety situation, but <laughs> look, everyone had a, a life jacket. It was, at that point, it would have been every man for himself, but no, <laughs> no but it was um, no, good fun. And you, I guess you'll know from your own days as a player that, that when a, a team vibe sort of really kicks in, how, yeah. how, how sort of powerful that can be. Yeah, and um, I think you saw it at the end of last season. Uh, as I said, it's something that was, you know, that was real. You know, it wasn't fake what I was saying to you guys when we spoke before games and, and after games and stuff like that. I think you could see that actually on the pitch, and that's the most important bit. And then our fans respond to that. That's what made them come to the St Andrews away games like Bolton and. Mm travelling their numbers because they saw a team that care about the shirt, shirt they were you know, wearing but they also care about each other so and um, yeah we've tried to take that bring that over with us and then now we're trying to enhance that so they're very much together they've got a great spirit and, but the key is to make them better players and better team and, um, and try and put an upward trajectory yeah. that's, that's the key That was Gary Monk and I guess what stood out for me there were, were a couple of things. Uh, the, the, the stuff he said about team building uh, and see, seeing people's characters come out, uh, and, but also stressing the importance of how much they need each other. I think that's, uh, that's, that's a, a trait that is easily transferable to the football pitch. Um, and he, he was talking generally around the team ethic as well. said that last season's togetherness wasn't fake. Uh, that, that was absolutely key. And it's about recreating that again this season. Um, and also, the, I guess the, the nub of the matter here is the players caring about the shirt they're wearing and caring about each other. That is absolutely central uh, to, the, to, to what he's trying to achieve. Uh, we'll go on to Lukas Djukovic now. We'll, we'll hear from, uh, from the 29-year-old in a second. He talks uh, a little bit more about um, how there's more stability in, in the group. Uh, and he, he lifts the lid a little bit on, on those team-building exercises and uh, how... Uh, when they went to the barracks, Gibraltar barracks in Surrey, uh, before they came to Austria, how he said he was fairly certain at one point he was going to drown. This is Lukas Djukovic. OK, Lukas, so here we are in Austria. How have you found the pre-season so far? I know you've been back a, a couple of weeks, haven't you, and this is the, the next sort of stage, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's obviously been tough, which is, is how it's designed to be. Um, you know, there are no shortcuts. You, it's, it's, it's a case of um, wanting to work hard to make sure in the, in the best shape possible, really. Um, that's you know, physically uh, and technically and, and technically also. Mm. Is it, what's, what's, is the mood, the positivity from the last day of last season, has, has that carried over to the, to the players? Uh, yes, yeah, it, absolutely. You know, you, you kind of want to take um, whatever momentum that you that you've, you've picked up towards the back end of last season and, and use that going forward. Uh, however, being mindful that we need to to start again, really, it's um, it's it's uh, you know going to take a lot of hard work to get where we want to be. Mm. And, and does 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 the vibe feel different now under under, under Gary? It's his first pre-season here, obviously. Yeah, it's it's, it's a very different vibe. Uh, each manager has their own way of doing things um, and we're uh, as a group hopeful that, that, that there's more uh, stability now uh, and it certainly feels that way uh, and um, yeah, long may it continue um, because it, it's uh, been you know, a thoroughly enjoyable experience so far at pre-season, you know, working hard but also um, you know, sort of building a, you know, a strong uh, team bond within the group. Interesting you mentioned that because that's going to be my next question. That the, the, There have been several team building exercises haven't there? Um, and I think if I think back to last last summer, I can't remember any, and I know previous managers have done it. Is 
how, how have you found first first the trip to the barracks? I know you got some strange stuff there. What what was that like? And what yeah, did you do? No, it, it's a different experience. It's um, you know possibly pushing people outside of their comfort zones and just seeing how they how they react to that. How um, how how we band together as a group and and try and help each other out in situations that aren't necessarily familiar to ourselves and. Um, it can only be a good thing. I think I'm a big believer of, uh, of you know team unity, uh, and it it, it, um, it can take you a long way during the season. You know, it is all about the group, uh, and the manager is a huge believer in that. And I think it's a yeah, it's a case of trying to make this group as tight as possible. Did you find yourself in any uncomfortable positions in in, in Gibraltar barracks? Many, yeah, <laughs> many. Um, yeah, I, I mean, such as. <laughs> yeah, I think I, 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 I was certain I was going to drown at one point. <laughs> I was. Uh, we had a, yeah, a, a, um, so a raft exercise in terms of, uh, and uh, it was a case of trying to get um, objects from one end of the pool without being able to touch uh, the bottom and without um, being able to uh, to hold on to anything. And, and we were in there for a you know, good half an hour treading water, and it was. Um, yeah, it was a case of uh, dipping under and trying to, and just trying to keep your, your head above water. So you'd have had some anxiety when uh, when whitewater rafting was next on the uh, on the on the agenda a couple of days ago. Yeah, I mean we're, at least we were granted a life jacket then, so that's uh, that was a saving grace for sure. Um, no, again another thing where lads have to work together, have yeah. to communicate, have to um, again something that some of the boys haven't done before, um, and it's a case of trying to. Make yourself comfortable with in being in a in a situation that isn't so familiar with yourself, um, and yeah, and on top of that, it was just a really good fun, really good day, um, and and I think those sorts of experiences do bring bring the lads together. Anyone fall out of their boat? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there were a few yeah a few voluntary uh, fallouts and a few people getting dragged in. Um, so no, it was really good fun. It was uh, freezing cold in the water, but. Um, yeah, I think uh, the lads were that excited by the trip that it, um, the adrenaline sort of masked the um, cold in the water. It, it, it would possibly be me oversimplifying it, but these exercises get boys to know each other, get boys to work together, get boys to like each other. How, how significant is that when it, when it comes to you're under the pump at home or away from home or something like that? Yeah, exactly, um, because you know, people would be forgiven for... Uh, looking at photos of teams doing this and, and of course we're having a laugh and, and, and would say well, you know, what, what's that got to do with football but mm. it really does it, um, it in terms of communication being used to being able to to sort of look at the guy next to you who may not be your closest friend off the pitch but being able to communicate what what needs to be told to him mm. you know in a, in a in a firm way uh, and him knowing that you want the best for him as a teammate um, and, and just being comfortable with being able to give out instructions to each other mm. And from a, from a personal basis, are you someone that has has the return to training date circled on circled on your calendar, and every day that ticks past, you start to feel more and more sick, or do you do you really look forward to it? Is it? I really look forward to it. Actually, I, I just um, I, I I enjoy having maybe a week or ten days after the season is is really nice just to have just a little bit of respite from being head-butted by centre-halves and, and kicked down the calves and and just beaten sort of from pillar to post just to just have a respite from that is, yeah. is lovely and then after that you kind of sort of just get a little bit restless and um, you, you know you want to get back to work you know we love what we do um, and we're very lucky to be able to do that so so once you've had a little bit of time to just chill out and rest it's just a case of wanting to get back into it. Mm.
and I think Michael Kiftenbelt put posted pictures of, on Instagram of you and Morrow going to see him in Holland. Yeah. How, how was that? That was brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, no, it was kind of uh, sort of you know on the spur of the moment. We had a, such a good feeling towards the end of the season uh, with uh, you know that particularly the last game against Fulham and. Um, you kind of wanted to be in and around each other, you know. Still after that buzz, you don't want to go your separate ways straight away. And uh, Keith, Keith mentioned that he was obviously going to be back home, and, and he could give a, um, you know a locals uh, tour guide for us. So, yeah. so we went over there, yeah. So uh, and it was it was yeah really good fun weekend, and yeah, Keith's not a bad host. That was Lucas Djukovic there. Some really interesting stuff about why he needs a break, uh, why why the players. They do look forward to coming back to pre-season training, but why they do need their bodies to that, allow that, that downtime. So, in his words, he could he could recover from being kicked from pillar to post by centre-backs. Um, and also a really nice in, anecdote, um, I guess underlining the team ethic thing, uh, regarding uh, why he and Morrison wanted to go and spend time with Kiftenbell just after the euphoria of that victory over Fulham. Now we'll move on to Morrison, and he discusses the importance of a good pre-season. Um, and also, he looks ahead to the new season as well. So, interesting stuff here from the Blues captain. A couple of weeks into your pre-season now, how, how's it been your first under Gary Monk? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, we've worked extremely hard, you know, the hardest I've worked for a long time pre-season. Um, not just without the ball, but with the ball as well. You know, we've already talked touching on set pieces and, and tactical awareness of the team. And, um, it's been really, really thorough in that in that sense, and, and without the ball as well, we've done all the hard work. So you know, I'm really enjoying it. It's been difficult, but you know, it has been uh, has been enjoyable. And you know, you can. This is a time where you can make a clear plan, ready for the season, and we're using it as best we can. I think. How important is a good pre-season? Yeah, I think you know it's imperative. Really, you know, it gets that fitness base in, but not only that, the time to work with the players and the tactical awareness for everybody to know everybody's roles within that and um, we've, we've touched on that already and, and we've worked really hard on that actually and um, it, it's that time where you can do it with clear plan and you know you can do a day and really focus on that thing without having to think of a game the next day or you know oh, we're playing Tuesday you know we touched on it a little bit when Gary first come in and now we're really setting down what the standards got to be every day and, and for what we want to achieve on the football pitch. Without, without going Breaking a bit old ground too much was was the disruption of last pre-season. Was that a big factor in, in the fact that last season's ambitions weren't met? Yeah, I think the culture within the football club's changing, and Gary's talked about that, of expecting higher from it. And I think the fact that there's not as many ins and outs, and people sort of knowing their role within the football clubs helped push each other and helped everybody step out of their comfort zone and, and you know say, well, I'm not quite as good as this. I'm going to work on that rather than maybe hiding that. And showing all their good stuff because everybody's challenging to you know to play in the team and they're all new you know everybody's happy to say their piece because they know each other in the group now so there's more honesty maybe where people might have been hiding their weaknesses a little bit more last year we can come together and and make them into strengths and, and solve problems better as a team that, that 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 sort of team team ethic and that's that team atmosphere it's a very it's a very delicate thing but it's really important isn't yeah it? I think like I say last season people are coming in and you know you're worrying about yourself you want to be in the team you want to be playing you don't know where you stand and, and stuff like that so it's really difficult to get any team bonding and this year I think there's a bit more of a togetherness and people you know obviously pushing each other but that that real team ethic and you know we've done a lot of activities and different things as well not just out on the on the football pitch every day and I think that's helped as well does this pre-season make sense to you does it feel right does it yeah, I think it does. I think, like I say, like, 
you know, it's not just been hatched together, oh, we'll do this, we'll do that. There's been a clear plan on the fitness. There's been a clear plan on the tacticals. We've done double, triple sessions. We've done a lot of work in the gym. We've said what, you know, we need what we need to be as a group. And, you know, we said it, but we're actually doing it and working hard so we can mm -hmm. actually achieve it. You know, it's all well and good saying, oh, we want to do this. We want to be a hard team to play against. But you have to do all the hard work in pre-season to actually put that onto the football pitch. So, um, does, does, does the... Um so the positivity of, the, of of last season and the fact you won five of the last nine games does that automatically how, how important is that into, into transferring yeah, to, to the new see, start next I think season? you can see the formula of what we've had and you know Gary and had a, a small amount of time to, yeah. to get that across and now it's really fine-tuning that and making sure that we build on that momentum and we build on that success you know we've got a clear platform of what we were trying to achieve last year and, and do in them games and, and in the style of, of play under the new manager and I think now it's about being able to put that even further, the smaller details like the set pieces, throw-ins and, and work as a, as a better group together to be more effective on the little the details rather than the larger thing that we, would, that we could only touch on last season. Yeah. Are, you, are you optimistic going into this new season? Yeah, I think so. I think that there's nothing more that the manager could have done pre-season at the moment. You know, I think it's been really thorough. I think we're really fit. You know, we've talked about being the fittest and strongest team in the league and and we've been putting the work in to achieve that. And, you know, I think, don't think there'll be a single game that we're not going to be there or thereabouts in, and, and we'll have a chance of winning every game. And I think last season we didn't put ourselves in that position. And, you know, this year I think, you know, we're certainly going to be a difficult team to play against, and mm. we've got some real creativity up front. Towards the end of last season, the last quarter of last season, you did feel as though you were able to play for the 90 minutes. <laughs> Did you did you feel like that was something different that you maybe hadn't been able to? I don't think it was a nine minutes. I think we were we were more structured in our approach, which okay. which meant that we weren't chasing games as much. That we were getting chances in the games, and there was a more a more thoughtful approach that enabled us to to play for the whole ninety minutes yeah. rather than you know maybe chasing the game being spread out a bit more and you know being caught doing one thing and not not the other. You know, <laughs> I think you could see there was a real team ethos and a real team plan towards the end of the season and, and that enabled us to be involved in every game and, and be really successful mm. and I think it's about building upon that and really fine-tuning that and you know being the best at what we do being difficult to beat uh, and playing some very good football where, you know where we've got a clear plan of when we've got the football where where everybody's going to be and what options are going to be available that that's going to cause problems to mm. other teams back four not just passing side to side and having possession yeah just tiring your position striker. Yeah. Um, it's every team, or most clubs in the Championship now will will be talking about if it goes well, we'll have a playoff. We'll have a tilt at the playoffs, or some will be talking about going up autom automatic. What, what's the what's the feeling at Birmingham City? Every club in the Championship feels they've got the right to be in the playoffs, and you know we're we're a big club, and you know we'll be saying the same. There'll be that optimism. But it's about going out and doing it on the football pitch. You know, yeah. we've we've talked a lot on on what we want to achieve and what we want to do and, and we've said you know they're just words at the moment and we said that at the end of last season you know we want to stay up but they're just words you know you've got to go out there and, and put the action into it and work really hard and, and actually do it. That was Michael Morrison encapsulating the absolute necessity of doing what every football fan wants from their players it's a theory of don't tell us show us and uh, Morrison recognising that there. Hopefully Blues are able to do that next season and hopefully the momentum of which both players and the manager spoke can be transferred from one campaign to the next. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it or at the very least found it informative. Until next time, keep right on. Blues.